gentlemen, welcome to The Side Effect, a show that deals with hot topics from all directions. And now, introducing the funny, the talented, the charismatic, the captivating, the woman who tells it like it is, your host, I am Side. All right, everybody, welcome, welcome. What's going on? What's going on? Um, everybody, it's your boy Sweet Daddy. Um, those of you that um, you know probably be wondering, that's right, that's right. It's your boy Sweet Daddy, Sweet Daddy to the Williams. Um, size, size, not here with us um, for this particular uh, episode. Um, she's on location filming, doing one of her many film endeavors. So, you got your boy, of course. Um, it's a wonderful day, Saturday, April second. Those of you listening, welcome to the Side Effect. We are broadcasting live from the bottom of the map, MIAO, Miami, Florida. And um, we want to welcome you for joining us on our live broadcast once again. I want to thank you also for spending a few minutes with, of course, me, your boy, Sweet Daddy. Um, to get in the conversation, you can call 323-784-9635, as well as listen. If you are online, you can log on to www dot blogtalkradio.com forward slash the sci-fi. Now, ladies and gentlemen, today today's topic, we're talking with the gentleman. He's affiliated with Tulane University. And, of course, for those of you who don't know, y'all been living under a rock or whatever, um, Tulane University is in New Orleans, Louisiana, okay? It was founded in 1834. Tulane is also one of the most highly regarded and selective independent research universities in the United States. And they're also a member of the prestigious Association of American Universities, which is a select group of 63 universities with preeminent programs of graduate and professional education and scholarly research. So with that being said, I would like to welcome assistant coach for the Tulane Green Wave men's collegiate basketball team, Mr. Ronnie Hamilton. Mr. Mr. Hamilton, Will, how you doing, my brother? How you doing, Will? Glad to be on the show. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. How's, how's everything been going for you? Oh, it's been going great. Uh, been spending the last few days out here in Houston uh, with the Final Four, so just enjoying basketball and, and, and H-Town out here, having a great time, getting ready for the games tonight. All right, all right. Okay, um, Coach, what we're going to do first, we're going to let the folks get a little bit of background on you a little bit. So, um, Coach uh, Hamilton, tell us, uh, where are you originally from? I'm I'm originally from Oxford, North Carolina. You know, it's a small town. You know, it'd be closest to uh, Raleigh, Durham, the Research Triangle Park in North Carolina. So that was my home, born and raised uh, in in the Tar Heel state of North Carolina. Okay, yeah, I've been up in North Carolina a little bit. Yeah, 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 North Carolina. I I I got a few friends up there, so that's definitely that's a nice it. place, uh, especially yeah, especially when it start getting hot down here in Miami. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a nice place to no go doubt. have a few relatives up there too. Um, where did you go to exactly? Where did you go to school at? You know, I ended up uh, going to uh, Duke University, which was which was actually close to my hometown. You know, uh, had a chance to not be far from home, which was a great deal for me uh, to be around family. Um, so I ended up going to Duke. Um, so that, that that's my alma mater. Wish they were playing this weekend, but uh, we came up a little short. But that's that's where I went to school at um, during my college years. 
Yeah, yeah, the same Duke University, yeah, out there, yeah, in North Carolina. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that's that's a prestigious, really prestigious school. You know, a lot of famous people came out of there. So that's that's awesome, right there. Um, so when were you always into sports? You know, as a kid, as a young man, were you always that something that you always was into? You know, it was. You know, I grew up playing pretty much everything. You know, I can't remember when I didn't play sports. Uh, and it just was a love I had. Uh, it just kind of a self self motivated thing where um, from from knee high, you know, whether it was you know soccer, football, basketball, track, what have you, just grew up playing it all my life and 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 always wanted to be around it. So I've been blessed to, to now, uh, you know, still not necessarily playing it at this at this, but but being around it from a coaching standpoint and, and, and still being around the game and being around sports and and uh, being around athletes and, and being around venues like this at the Final Four. So, you know, for me, coaching has kind of been a dream come true, and it's been something that, uh, you know, I've been able to carry on through, through what I've loved doing all my life. Mm. Uh, that's awesome. Um, okay, now you say you stay, you stay uh, close to home. You play football at Duke. You're from North Carolina. Um, tell us about, like, the time that you spent there, because a lot of people probably, I'm pretty sure they don't know, that you actually played football. Right, right. Yeah, that's the first question I get. You know, I, I, I introduce myself or, or, or people or, or read a little bit or, or come to know more about me. And they say, well, how how'd you come, you know, become a, a basketball coach playing football in college? And, you know, when I was when I was growing up, you know, playing, I, I had two dreams and, and one of them were two goals. And one was to, was to play, you know, football professionally because it was a sport. I, well, I was a two-sport guy, loved both, and ended up just kind of as I got older, uh, being more successful, more an accomplished football player. And so uh, the dream, the goal was to, to play that as long as I could. And the other one I always had was to coach basketball. So I always had that, that seed in me. And uh, when I was finally done playing, had a small cup of tea, you know, after college, uh, you know, I said, man, I just, I just got to pursue it. So, um, you know, ended up coaching some AAU and some high school and, and, and been blessed along the way. And, then, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be at Tulane University where I'm at now. But, uh, yeah, I was a two-sport guy, and, you know, um, the coaching side of it was something I always wanted to do. And, and like I said, just been blessed along the way. Okay. Um, tell, tell the folks out there a little bit about the time that you spent at Duke. I mean, a lot of people, you know, kids don't get to a major um, collegiate university like that. Tell us a little bit about, you know, some of the things you went through while you were there and the time that you spent at Duke University. Yeah, you know it's it's it's, it's a neat it's a neat place. You know, if I as I was growing up and 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 then through the recruiting process myself of deciding of a school, you know, I wouldn't I, I like initially I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, if somebody told me you're gonna end up at Duke, I would have told them I would have told them, you know no. Um, but you know, yeah. going there, yeah, going there and experiencing experiencing it is 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 made me who I am, and a lot of ways got me to the point I am because. You know, it's a place where you just get to interact and be around a lot of people and have a lot of experiences outside of, you know, what I had growing up. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was a, it, it was a, it was a truly a, a great place to be, being around like, you know, friends that I have now that are going on to, to do tremendous things, you know, outside of of, of their college, you know, years and and being around the people, uh, you know, former former uh, alums, uh, you know, it's. it's the thing about Duke that makes it pretty special is, you know, it's a big family, you know, because people, I think, recognize, how, you know, how nice it is, prestigious it is. And so when you're done, you know, other people who graduated really take you in. And so it's like a big, you know, it's a big, 
family of 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 of, of, of networks and people um, that look out for each other. So the experience there was, you know, was really neat. You know, it's a it's a smaller school, so it so it has a it has a it has a closer uh, you know closer knit you know experience as opposed to some schools and colleges where there's so many people. You know, you never really get to to, to know uh, people on campus. So uh, that part of it was 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 good for me, and made it you know really special going through there for four years. Okay, okay. Um, now you did some special things as um NCAA Division One football player. You know, you were starting as a freshman. Um, you were ranked fourth in the nation for punt returns. You you had an outstanding defensive back awards. You won the 2001 Iron Award and, and so on and so on. You know what I'm saying? You did. You definitely got it. You yeah. definitely made it happen on the football field while you were, yeah. you know while you were there at Duke. Um, so tell yeah. me, how did your your friends and family react to, to all your accomplishments? All your boys, your partners. You know how they how did they you know receive you when you when you did all that stuff? Yeah, you know that 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 was the best part about playing close to home because you know. Friends and family were able to share those experiences with me. You know, a lot easier sometimes. And you know, if you go away and you're playing farther away from home, and and it's a little tough to get to and, and catch games. And you know, that was again that was a factor that, that that led me to end up going to Duke. But you know, having gone there uh, and, and had some of the success you know we had as a team and individually, and then getting a chance to experience that with friends and family you grew up with, and then friends you you know you became friends with, you know, while I was there, um, you know. That 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 part of it uh, was neat because you know it was, it was moments and 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 different accolades that that you know you never forget and you'll always remember and and, and those are things that kind of you know uh, g- give you joy and satisfaction just when you look back on your playing career. So um, that part was that that part was really special just in terms of being able to do that and do it right there you know within a thirty minute mile radius from from being right where I'm from in my hometown, which. Uh, which was good, you know, which was good for, for, for even just, not just Duke, but my, my community back home. So everybody, everybody everybody from that standpoint was really proud, and it made me feel good to be able to do that, you know, for for, for my hometown. Okay, that's awesome right there. Um, you was also captain of your team when you, when, once you hit your senior year. How did you adjust to being a leader on the team? Because that's a lot of responsibility. So how did you adjust to yeah. Yeah, you know, it's you know, it, it's, it's it's something that naturally, I think I've always had, um, you know, uh, you know, and and you have to do that uh, in in this role that I'm in now. Um, but but you know, in football, it's a little different too because you know you 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 know you got you know eighty ninety hundred guys, and you know I, I like to think like I'm a pretty mellow guy away from the playing uh, arena or field. Uh, but, but when it comes time to lead and 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 get vocal and and get energized and, and you know uh, you know I can turn to that hat too and so that's what I did you know I just try to you know motivate and and, and again a lot of the same things that you're doing now from a coaching standpoint but uh, yeah I mean those guys you know they really respected me because I think I led by example you know whether it was you know how I practice every day or you know what I did outside of practice uh, you know and our training and all that stuff and so uh, you know all our guys. Um, on that team in that year, you know, they just they just they just led, they just led and and followed, and, and you know, I try to be a you know, leader by example and, and then lead vocally, and um, you know, we we had we had a good time together, great time together as a team. Okay. Um, okay. As a student athlete, you were able to receive your degree, which of course, unfortunately, a lot of athletes don't get to accomplish. But you had right. two majors. Um, what were they, and what were what was the interest that you had in both degrees? 
You know, I ended up double majoring in history and political science. You know, and I, I was always a history buff. You know, just you know, wanted to know kind of you know what shaped uh, you know history and and how we ever get to this point. Uh, and so that was always an interest. And then the political science part, you know, yeah, I was kind of interested as as I went through high school. And, 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 you know, politics and, and law. And so uh, the one main interest I had outside of sports, which, you know, again, I, got, I always wanted to be involved with sports, but, you know, possibility of law and law school kind of drove me to, uh, to major in, in, in history and political science. So, you know, I got to do, you know, I took a couple classes, a couple professors I was in. I mean, just, it was just unbelievable, just the, 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 the discussions and the knowledge that they bestowed and talked about and the, and, and, and those classes kind of just reinforced what I wanted to do, and then I ended up majoring in, in history and political science uh, while I was there. Okay. And that's awesome. That, that's awesome. That's, that's an awesome, brother. Um, you also got the trout. Now, you talk about going professional. You got the trout with New York football giants, okay? When you finished school, how did that, how did that go, you know, that whole that whole thing, going to, going to camp and trying to get onto a team, a professional team? After my senior year, you know, to, to possibly play at the next level. Um, and then after the season, you know, at that point in time, like you become, you don't become, you know, you don't become a college athlete anymore you, or, you, or, you, or you're not a college athlete anymore, you become a professional athlete. And so, you know, just the training part, um, the process of hiring, uh, and, then, and, then, and then the whole draft, um, you know, that, that occurred over over course of a, you know, two-month span. And um, you know, during that draft weekend, uh, as soon as there was a, you know there was a possibility, you know, talking to my agent through those couple of days that we get drafted, ended up signing a free agent deal immediately after the draft was over, and uh, and right away, you know, we're in camp. And uh, but it, it was it was it was a it was a fun experience because you know if you play sports, whatever sport is, you know, your goal uh, is going to be play professionally. You want to play at the highest level possible. So to get you know, as close as I possibly could to reaching it, you know, um, and getting there, uh, you know, that part of it was a dream come true. Now, you know, uh, obviously I'd love to still be playing, um, but, again, I mean, just to get there and have a shot at it uh, was tremendous. Okay. That's awesome because, you know, a lot of folks don't even get that opportunity, much less you actually got the opportunity to do that. So that's, you know, that's that's a, a – that's a heck of an accomplishment in itself, you know. So that was, that oh yeah, awesome. oh yeah. I mean, it's a yeah, it's a small percentage, and and when you really kind of look at it from a number standpoint, like to see the percentage of it that really do, it, it's amazing. You know how many, you know, just how few guys uh, in the grand scheme of, of of people who actually play, you know, make it that far. So yeah, no doubt. Okay, that's awesome. Um, also, too, coach, you were a high school teacher, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, what subject yep. did you teach? Uh, I, you know, I taught world geography, uh, world history, um, American history. So a lot of the things that that that, that I kind of use uh, from 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 my major when I was at Duke, and you know, it was an avenue for me at a time when I was done finally playing. You know, I said, hey, I definitely want to pursue coaching. You know, the high school part was an avenue for me to get into coaching. It was kind of like my first first coaching job, first stepping stone. Um, right. and, and, you know, I, while I was there the whole time, I'm teaching and, and, and hoping I can, you know, just be coaching uh, kind of like the way I'm fortunate enough to do now. But, uh, you know, I was coaching ninth graders, and I was just trying to keep their attention uh, as much as I could 
Um, you know, in that year I was, was teaching, but it was hard fun. To do. You know, like, it was hard to do. Oh man, oh man, it was. You know, and 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 the, and the funniest thing about it was that, you know, when I was in school, you know, we'd have like seven blocks, so those classes were like fifty minutes. Well, you know, in the, the hospital I was at, you know, they were on a they were on a, uh, a different kind of schedule, so the classes lasted for an hour and a half. And uh, wow. when you talk about struggling, you know, I'm like, man, you know, but it was a neat deal because, you know, you just got to, you know, you, to, you, know, you come from playing uh, and, 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 you know, close to, to, to making it to the league and then you're coaching high school kids and, and I'm young and, you know, not too far removed from them. So that year was a fun year um, and it was a neat year because of that. But, yeah, I had a chance to, 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 to teach one year at the high school level before I ended up you know, coaching at the college level. Wow. Yeah, that's great. That's great right there. Okay, um, how did exactly did you get started into basketball? How did how exactly did that happen? Uh, you know, I, I, like I said, after I was done, you know, finally, you know, kind of done with football, and said, hey, I said, you know, I, you know, I can, I can, I can do one, two things. I can keep pursuing, you know, uh, trying to play you know, professionally from a football standpoint, or I can really chase this dream I have of coaching basketball. It, just, it was just kind of a burning desire to try to try to try to chase it and and and, and coach. It. Uh, at the college level, um, and so I just said, "Hey, whatever I got to do to to break in, get my foot in the door, you know, I was going to do it." And so, um, you know, that's that's when I ended up taking a high school job and coaching and teaching that one year. Um, and so that was my first first opportunity to coach, you know. And so just you know, just just kind of like I play, you know, playing, just jump in the fire, uh, bear down, figure it out, and learn on the fly. And uh, and then that was the beginning of it, and then from there uh, went on to take a, a graduate assistant job at a, at, a, at a university called UNC Pembroke, and then and again I've been you know I've just been blessed along the way, being the right place, right time, and been fortunate enough to to, uh, to to get where I am now. Okay, so that was your that was your first coaching experience. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. The high school the high school was the first, and then I went from there to UNC Pembroke, which is a, a, a university. Kind of right outside of Fayetteville, North Carolina, uh, and was okay. there for two years. And then from there, uh, I went to a university called Tarleton State for three years in Texas, uh, back to North Carolina for a short stint at Winston Salem State University, a very short stint. <laughs> and then uh, from there, the Citadel, which is in Charleston, South Carolina. And now, you know, this, this past season at Tulane. Okay, um, you you also coach other sports too. What what were the other sports that you coached? Uh, I coached football. Um, and then I also coach track, so you know I co- I had a chance to coach both of those sports, uh, you know, in, early in my coaching career. Any any correlation between all of those and maybe basketball that you might feel that might be? You, you know what? There's a lot of correlation. Uh, you know, there's a lot of specific things that each sport requires, but you know, in general, a lot of sports have you know a lot of correlation between this the preparation and 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 and. Uh, the fundamentals of each particular sport, whatever that may be, um, you know, the attention to, to detail, or um, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of just the, the, the body part of just you know physically learning how to you know use um, hands, feet. Just there's a lot of basic correlation between a lot of sports um, that that sometimes you don't even realize, you know, outside of coaching them and coaching different ones. But um, you know, even coaching like football and, and track early, just kind of helped me, you know, coach basketball throughout my coaching career. Being able to kind of use some of those similar things that you you know you learn coaching in. Okay, 
Um, now, you're two, you spent two seasons um, as a grad assistant at UNC Pembroke, right? Yep. Okay, what what exactly were your responsibilities as a grad assistant? Because a lot of people don't understand what that means when you're a grad assistant coach versus you know, right. you know, somebody that's getting paid. What were your responsibilities? Right, right. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's a big difference because you're not getting paid. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, you're not getting, you're getting the check. Yeah. No, no. That, well, the one you get is, you know, it's, it's very, very minimal. So, but, um, very but no, I mean, the biggest difference is, you know, one, you, you, you're taking classes towards a master's degree, um, and so, you know, it's, it's a, it's a way for a lot of young coaches who want to, you know, coach full time or coach at the college level or the higher level to break in. Um, so, you know, the pay is very minimal, but, but the, the advantage of it is, you know, the opportunity to, to, to learn kind of on the fly. So, again, taking master's courses and then. You know, at that time, UNC Pembroke, uh, was a, it, it still is, it's a Division two school. So, um, yeah, in that case, like, because there's less coaches and less resources, you get to do everything, you know. So, although I was a grad assistant by title, you know, I, I was doing everything that, that, let's say, like a coach at, at the high major level or, or even like a Tulane or Duke or Carolina would do. You know, I was still recruiting. Uh, you still do a lot of administrative stuff. I was even the strength coach at that time. Uh, you know, still doing a lot of the preparation for, for for scouting reports and practice, and so I was really just able to do a lot of things um, at an early age uh, as a grad assistant. Sound like everything. Sound like you was doing everything. Oh, oh, I was. You know, because the, the setup there was <laughs> one head coach, one assistant coach, and then a grad assistant. So you know, it wasn't like a you know, like like the staff that you'll find. You know, there's one level where you got, you know, just tons of personnel and support people, and, you know, you know you got three assistants. So that, that, that part of it was good because you had to do everything, and, then, you know, I was able uh, to, to be, you know, especially from a recruiting standpoint, just be on the road and get to network, and, you know, that, that was one reason why I think, you know, now I am where I am. Now, coaching at um, Tarleton State, um, you guys had a pretty good squad from, was it, 05 to 07. Um, tell us. What was that like, and how long did you actually coach there? Yeah, I was there for three years, and uh, you know, it, it was it was uh, we were really really successful, and they've been that way for for you know, um, uh, you know, for the past twenty years. The head coach has actually uh, been there for all of those times, uh, for that whole duration of time. He one of the best head coaches that I've been around, and, and is a great defensive coach, but. Um, it was it was it was it was a it was a learning experience because you know the first time really that I, I was away from the East Coast or away from home. You know, I went to Texas in a really small town, about a population of about fourteen thousand. That's including six thousand to go to that school. So, you know, uh, you know, I had to get used to to, to the cowboy hats and, and boots. But um, yep. we were really good. <laughs> We were really good, and uh, I was there for three years, and we had a lot of success. You know, we were, you know, we made it to the Elite Eight uh, one year, Sweet 16 another year, uh, conference champs. So, you know, we were really, really successful from a basketball standpoint. We were really talented, and, you know, I, I left there. That was the last year I coached in Division Two, and the year that we, we, we ended up, our best team that we had was, was a, you know, we actually went to the Sweet 16. We didn't go as far as the team before that, and uh, that team was good enough to win it all. We just came up a little short. Wow! Wow! Okay, then on from there you went to the Citadel, and then um, you went to um, work with Coach Conroy, and then uh, they actually did um, a little write up on you um, when you joined the team. Um, this article from SoCon Sports, Coach Key, he, Coach Conroy quoted, "You know, we're very excited to have Ronnie join our staff. 
He's a bright young coach who's quickly establishing himself as a rising star in the coaching profession. So working with Coach Conroy, what give us a little bit of, you know, synopsis on what did you learn the most by working with him? You know, Coach Conroy, and, and, you know, and, and the quote that he said about me, you know, I could turn him back and say it about him. I mean, he's, he's one of the uh, rising stars himself as a head coach uh, in all Division One. But, you know, the thing I think that makes him so so special as a head coach to play for and work for and why he's been so successful is, you know, his attention to detail. I mean, he is he is, he is as detailed as any person I've been around, you know, from a sport standpoint or just business standpoint or just in general. I mean, he, uh, you know, our preparation of, of, of our practices, uh, you know, how we teach things, how we drill things, and how we prepare to play against other teams. Um, that's probably been the biggest thing that I've taken from, from being with them for the last three years is, you know, is attention to detail. There's, there's not there's not a, a detail that he'll let slip by, um, you know, in our entire program. So, uh, you know, I, I, and because of that, our guys always get better. Uh, and then, therefore, our teams get better, and, and you know we've been pretty successful as a staff and program. Okay. Now, of course, this is your first year at Tulane. Now, I want right. to know um, how'd you how'd you yeah how'd you feel when you got the position, and what were some of your expectations for this past season, 2010-2011 season? Yeah, you know we got a job this almost this time last year, so you know it was it was really exciting because you know again it was you know no, you know. You know, the league we're in, Conference USA is a tremendous league. Uh, getting a chance to move to New Orleans, um, and it was it was it was a challenge, uh, but an exciting challenge. You know, when Coach took the job and you know brought our staff with them, so uh, we were super super excited. And then you know this year, you know, really excited because Tulane's had a lot of history in the past of being successful, not so much recently. And you know, we were all excited. Hey, how can we get Tulane back? You know, back to the NCAA tournament, back you know to mm-hmm. the Sweet 16, which they've made, and, and then you know, obviously, eventually, you know, Final Four uh, ourselves. But um, you know, really, really excited about where we are now and where we're going. You know, I think I got ch- we got a chance to be really good uh, for years to come. Okay, now this is the first year of the team. Okay, they went y'all went 13 to 17. Um, tell us how you know how tough was this season. And also, when you guys got to the um, uh, USA tur- uh, Conference USA Tournament, you guys failed to Southern Miss. So we also want to know, you know, how how you, do you expect the team to learn from that loss? Yeah, you know, we we had we had we had a kind of up and down season. Uh, got off uh, to a great start, and you know, we fought some injuries throughout the season. Uh, um, you know, but you know, even through the end, our guys just played every game as hard as it could. And we had a lot of close losses. So you know, I think the one thing that, uh, and, and even in, in into the to this conference tournament with Southern Miss and, and that game, you know, I think like our team learned how, how to play consistently, um, you know, every game for 40 minutes. And, you know, going forward, uh, you know, our best, our best, our best players are coming back. Um, so next year, and we, you know, we like the guys we got coming in. And, 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 and so next year looking forward, I think that, you know, they've learned, um, you know now what it takes to win. You know uh, from from how, from how to play uh, in games to how to practice. You know every day practice wise uh, to 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 you know even from a preparation you know standpoint. So um, you know it was it was it was not necessarily the wins as much as we wanted to in our first year, but we felt like we got a lot accomplished uh, to be successful. You know next season and, and the seasons after. 
Okay. Who um tell the folks that who are some of the best players on the team that you got? Yeah, you know, our best player, um, uh is Kendall Timmons, kid by the name of Kendall Timmons, he's about six five, he's from Fort Worth, Texas. Uh and he probably okay. improved the most from the beginning of the season and and you know, and really the first day we got there, uh, to the end of the season. I mean just just from every aspect, and uh, you know he he's going to be the leader of our team for the next year. We're fortunate we got him for two more years because he's just a sophomore, so a junior. But he'll end up being uh, second team All League, averaging about 17 points, somewhere close to eight rebounds, and and then and then our other best player or other guy who had a really successful year this year is another sophomore uh, by the kid, by the name of Jordan Callahan, six foot guard out of Atlanta, Georgia. So you know that was the thing that was most. Encouraging about this season is our two best for the sophomores, and you know we got a lot of young talent coming in. So, you know we'll have those guys for the next two or three years, and we feel like with them, we got a chance to be really, really good. Okay, now Kendall was named second team All Conference USA. Um, how proud are you when he, you know, he made that accomplishment when he was able to do that? What did you say, Will? I said, um, Kendall Timmons. He made he made second team all team conference USA. You know how how proud are you when he when he was able to make that accomplishment? How proud of you when oh, him for you? Oh yeah, very, very proud. I mean, again, like he he improved the most. Um, you know, you because you know when we got there, you know we look back uh, almost like as a reference point, but but also to see you know where we you know where we are where we were in, in terms of our team and talent. So we watched all the film from last year, the season they had, and, and so you know watching them from last year. And then coaching him for a year and seeing how much he improved, uh, you know, it was only fitting, you know, that he was rewarded with some of the accolades that he got, you know, at the end of the season. And it was well-deserved. I mean, he had a tremendous year for us. So, you know, we were really proud of him. And uh, and I think the best is yet to come with Kendall. I mean, he's going he's gonna to have an unbelievable career these next two years uh, for us. Okay. Um, the next question is, is actually twofold. Tell us your thoughts on, you know, the, the one and done athlete. How do you feel about that? You know, like guys coming in for for one year, they're going to jump straight to the pros. And um, t- tell us about what are you your thoughts also on the potential NBA lockout? I say potential. Yeah, yeah. You know, the first first part of your question, I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit, uh, uh, you know. Conflicted or, or, or at a crossroads myself on it because from a fan standpoint, or or, or even a, co- a coaching standpoint, you know I love having those guys, you know, in college for you, so you get to see them play as college athletes. You know, uh, like a Carmelo Anthony, the year he had, just just as one example. You know, if he's if he if, if at that time he you know he didn't uh, go and play for Syracuse, and, you know, they probably won that championship. You don't see him in that in in, in that year. You don't see him in that setting. Uh, and then even this year with the guys like Kentucky, Brandon Knight and Terrence Jones and, uh, you know, some of the freshmen that played this season and in the last couple of years, you know, I just like to see those guys play. Um, but also, you know, uh, from, from, from just, a, you know, outside of looking in, you know, there's also a point those guys are good enough, you know, you feel like they should have the chance to uh, to go play right away in the NBA and there shouldn't be anything that restricts them to do it. So, you know, I kind of toss and turn on that when I go back and forth. Um, but I think at the end of the day, um, you know, that year of the college, because uh, I know what it, you know what it meant to me and how how much I matured and, and grew, and I see it with guys I coach every year, um, is more valuable um, than, than than just you know letting them have the opportunity to go play right away to the pros. So I like the rule as it is. Uh, you know, probably can tweak it and do some different things. 
um, you know, um, and, and, and maybe make, maybe make it a little better, whether it be you know uh, another year or or, or other things that they talked about doing. But I think at the end of the day, it's a good thing for both you know college uh, basketball and, and 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 the players themselves. And then the lockout, you know, hopefully we don't get to that point, you know, get to the point where we are with football, because uh, I think too like basketball is. is you know, it's as popular as it has been, um, and have a lockout would just would just only hurt that. You know, and, and I think it'd be bad for both uh, the professional level, um, uh, for the fans, uh, for the players, and 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 then everybody involved. So hopefully, they can come to some resolution before before we get to to where we are with football. Okay. All right, Coach. Um, we gonna get you out of, out of out of here on this, but you got to give me your picks, man. Final four. You got Butler versus VCU. Give me your picks in Kentucky you know, versus UConn. Who, who's gonna come out of that? You know, I'm going, you know, I'm going with BC on the first. We, we played those guys earlier in the year, uh, and right. we should have beat them. Uh, we lost by mm-hmm. two at their place. Had a chance to win it. So I like, I, I like to see those guys do well. I think they will. I mean, I think they're they're really athletic. They got a lot of depth. Uh, if they can shoot it the way they've shot it uh, throughout the tournament, um, I think they'll, I think they'll win and be playing on Monday night for the national championship. And in the other game. Uh, the best player still playing and the best player throughout the season. I saw Jimmy Fredette got the player of the year, but I would have to argue with that. But Kimber Walker, I don't think you can go against Kimber yeah. right now the way he's yeah, played yeah, I watched uh, throughout play the too. tournament. True, yeah. Oh, man, he's been tremendous. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go with UConn and BCU, uh, which which would be a, a great game on Monday night. Okay, okay. Who's going to win the whole thing out of those two? Uh, Connecticut, you know. I think, again, I think Kimber just rides off. And, and, and leads his team and makes all the big plays they need down the stretch. So uh, I got Connecticut winning it all um, because of Kimmel Walker. Okay. All right, Coach. Well, Coach, my man, we sure appreciate you taking time out. I know you're busy. You're out there in Houston, you know, you you know, taking care of things out there. And um, much much success to you, young brother, and, you know, keep doing a good job. You know, we, we thank you here at the South Fact for taking time out to, you know, um, Give us a little bit of window into who you are and, you know, what it is exactly that you do and you've been through. We sure appreciate it. You know, SoFX, thank you um, for letting us do that. And we greatly appreciate you spending time with us. And good luck to you. Of course, Sai thanks you. She couldn't be here, but she she does thank you. And um, also good luck to you and the Green Wave on next season. I know y'all going to make big things happen. You know, I know the season is going to be, be a, a complete success for you. So I definitely, definitely want to let you – let you know that, and that's you know that's coming from Sweet Daddy here and the side the side effect. Man, Will, I appreciate you guys letting me be on the show and, and, and enjoyed it. All right, Coach. Coach, you take care and um, don't be a stranger. Oh, we definitely won't. All right. Take care. All right. Well, that's it, everybody. Thank you for joining in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, check us out next time for more fun and more laughs on The Side.